This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Hello, and welcome to Flourish with me, Tiffany Boyd. This is a podcast where we explore what it means to live with intention. I'm a mom to three beautiful boys, a wife, a friend, an entrepreneur, and so many other things. When my dad passed, I made a commitment to myself to live with intention. For years afterwards, I struggled with discovering what that meant. I felt uncomfortable giving myself permission or even figuring out how to honor that. What I do know and believe is that where attention goes, energy flows. This show will explore what it means to live with intention, seek to inspire you, and bring practical tools through stories and interviews that you can use to change your own life. Thank you for joining me and this wonderful community of women as we raise our vibration, honor ourselves, and live intentionally. everybody to the flourish podcast i'm back with emily and her stars and emily is uh in Kauai right now <laughs> <And> <laughs> i wish i could share with you the glow that emily has right now is recording uh from Kauai, and we were just sharing about how our current experiences are just a little bit different <laughs> so i am living vicariously emily Um, And just a little interesting fact, actually, uh, my husband and I were married probably, I don't know, probably two kilometers, not even away from where Emily is is staying right now. And so Kauai to me is this magic place. There's something about the energy there. And we've been talking about going back for a 10 year anniversary and bringing our kids. Um, So I am just loving. Uh, She took me on a little tour. She took me outside so she could show me the (laughs) light tower and a few things over zoom. Uh, so I could see, see Kauai, uh, because I've been home this week with the boys, they've had a COVID exposure notice. And so we're very much channeling the progress over perfection mentality in our home this week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming back. Oh my gosh. You're so welcome. I always look so forward to these chats and I almost feel a little guilty with my view today, knowing <laughs> a rough week, uh, but I have been here, gosh, already about 10 days and I've got about 10 more to go. So I'm just in the middle of my, my fall retreat. I like to come over once or twice a year. Uh, we have family place here, so it's a good reason and excuse for me to get away, but it's beautiful. And yes, my skin is, I know, I think our humidity at home is like maybe 1%. So I always feel like I, I soak up a little moisture when I'm here and soak in the green and yeah, it's just Your beautiful. Hair. It is a magical, magical island. Your vibe, everything. And it just reminds me because it's been so long <laughs> since we traveled. We were actually in Hawaii on Maui when COVID hit and there is that notification oh. that said, for, at least from Canada, if you are abroad, return home now. And so we were scrambling a couple of years ago or 18 months ago to get home and, you know, we, we haven't traveled since then. So seeing you there just reminds me of sort of that bliss and that experience. And actually, don't feel guilty. It just gives me excitement <laughs> <honestly>. yeah. <laughs> about what that feels yeah. like. Yeah. So, 
Before we jump into November's energy and the astrology, I thought we'd just start by reflecting on October. Um, and for me, October, like the word that kept resonating and coming through was this idea of hope energy. And it was so welcome and necessary. And on a personal level, I actually, uh, the beginning of October is when I stepped away from my corporate role and stepped fully into flourish. And um, I think that notion of hope and just feeling that optimism again was very true for me. And, you know, I'll be honest, I think it was a necessary, um, a necessary energy boost that we needed perhaps for what may come in November. How was that? How was October for you? I would agree with all of that. I, I think October was in a lot of ways, a breath of fresh air for some of us. It felt a little less dramatic. <laughs> Um, and kind of, yeah, it, it was a preview, I think, of what gets to come as we get further and uh, down the road through the pandemic and just sort of coming to terms with what our new reality is. But it was a little bit of a things are going to finally progress. <laughs> we might, the hope, I just, I totally agree. I think hope really encompassed it. So, yeah, it's been, um, I was really glad to see Mercury leave retrograde. Don't know about anybody else. I think there were a lot of snafus. It's always interesting. I think each retrograde hits sort of different zodiac signs. And so I had some friends that really got hit hard this time with website difficulties and cars breaking down and all the things. And knock on wood, I kind of got through this one okay. Yeah, there was that. I saw a lot of stuff on um, Instagram in particular where people were talking about, I forget what exactly it was like the most mercury-ish retrograde. And <laughs> there is, there is a few uh, really good memes and like celebrations, <laughs> like thank the Lord mercury retrograde is over. You <laughs> <laughs> people. I also, yeah. you know, relatively unscathed through it. Um, but I felt it certainly like some tech stuff, but nothing major. Yeah. Okay. So, and now we've got so many planets moving direct. I feel like even though we have to retrace our steps in some ways, it feels like progress is happening finally. Yes, finally, like long sigh of relief. That's right. Because we use that analogy Mm -hmm. of the arrow. Like we had all of those planets moving backwards and retrograde and kind of as you let go of the arrow, it was like snap, 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 snap in order. The planets were starting to move direct. And so they're all direct now. Is that right? Not completely. We've got a couple more that will last through December and one final one in January. But most, most of the big heavy hitters are at least going the right way now. Yeah. I love it. And I think that's a really good segue into, so what does that mean for November energy? <laughs> what can we expect? What's in the stars, Emily? You know, I just keep getting this image of November being a bowl of water and it's definitely getting sloshed from one side to the other. There's a little bit of swing into the fences coming up this month. Um, and almost in a week by week look through the month, like Sunday through Wednesday might be pretty good. And then it might kind of fall apart on the weekends <laughs> or vice versa. Just a little bit of um, don't be surprised if one day everything feels rough and the next day is spectacular. So I, I kind of have some exciting dates um, coming up. We do have um, a lunar eclipse, which is going to give us a preview of what our next eclipse cycle will look like. And it's so important to remember that, you know, in 
a new moon is a beginning, a full moon is kind of the culmination of things, but eclipses are these, I like to call them celestial checkpoints. It's this idea where we can check in with our progress. And so sometimes it can feel jarring, but an eclipse will sort of move us ahead in time. Sometimes it can be a little bit um, more driven, more focused energy, but it's just to push us down the path a little harder. So we've got some of that energy coming in and then you add in the holidays and <laughs> the little Scorpio energy, which loves, it isn't, I always think Scorpio isn't afraid to go deep, right? They love to get to the underbelly and their idea behind it is really inspiration, right? They want to, they want to bring what's not talked about out and expose it, expose those emotions, um, and that's difficult for some of us who prefer to ignore them or if we're, you know, a little less interested in sharing those deep things. So Scorpio can feel a little rigid and a little driven to get their way, but it's really a, the betterment of everyone else. They're looking out for everybody in the way they do it. Mm -hmm. And do you feel, um, as you were saying that the one thing I was picking up is in terms of exposed emotions, but I'm wondering if on the whole, um, there might be exposure of other things as well, not just on the Absolutely. individual, but the collective level as well as kind of what I'm picking up. Yeah, I really think this is going to be a time where we're going to have to look now that we've made the progress, right? Our planets are going more direct. It's this idea that things externally from us will start to happen versus when we're in retrograde, we're very inside, very internal looking inward. So this is an opportunity for us as society to say, okay, what have we learned over the last two years? What are we willing to go back to? What are we not willing to go back to? We've had all of these eclipses um, in Gemini and Sagittarius, right? And Gemini is all about shifting our communication methods um, and sort of the Sagittarius idea of becoming interested in new ways of living and connecting to other cultures. So we have to be really willing to have these tough conversations, but also willing to change our own minds. Mm. And that's where so many of us get stuck in some ways. Yeah. We've had the great, these amazing opportunities to show our thoughts and our ideas. And we've even had social media that's been able to back up everything that we personally think, you know, these algorithms are, are set to just reiterate what you want to believe. But does that in some ways isolate us from looking at things through another, another's eyes? Mm -hmm. Good points. Uh, just jumping back, sorry, the lunar eclipse, what day is that? So this one coming up is going to be on November the 19th. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is that whole week is, well, we'll go through the month if you want to, but it's a little bit of a rocky week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really noted. <laughs> yeah. The, I want to say it's sort of the first week of the month, the word that comes to mind is sort of unfocused and a little anxiety ridden. We've got a new moon in Scorpio on Thursday, but also the sun is going to be opposite Uranus that day. So we're going to have this idea where we want to escape and we kind of feel uncomfortable in our own skin in some ways. So you know, here the first through the fourth could feel a little funky, but then, you know, Friday and Saturday are really beautiful days as we've got Venus moving into Capricorn and Mercury into Scorpio. So we've got new energy coming in and also the idea that, you know, you can finally communicate your ideas in a new way. You can seek love in a new way. 
And that's exciting. And then we have sort of a little bit of a calm there before the 10th when um, Mercury and Mars meet up and it's got some really heavy Saturn influences that day. So that um, the idea of, oh, I always call it the the high school principal, right? It's responsibility. (laughs) It's doing things the way they have to be done instead of looking for a shortcut. So when you're action and your communication is kind of being hit back with, but are you sure that's the right way you're supposed to do it? It can just be really challenging. So we've got two big challenging days this month, the 10th and the 17th, um, both Wednesdays, back to back two weeks in a row. Um, But then, you know, the very next day, the 11th and the 18th are both beautiful. We get the first quarter moon in Aquarius on the 11th. And on the 18th, we just have some beautiful kind of dreamy Neptune, you know, this ideal where our motivation, our Mercury, our action, our Mars is being helped along with Neptune. So your ideas seem easier and more attainable. So this is that idea of the water slashing back and forth, right? You, you are faced with a challenge, but then you maybe can see clearly through it a little bit quicker than we've been able to in past months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, again, the lunar eclipse, and this is kind of an exciting one because it's going to be in a different, um, nodal set. We, we run through about 18th month cycles with lunar and solar eclipses, and they're not quite as rare as, you know, everybody thinks they are. We have about anywhere from three to 10, uh, three to nine, excuse me, every year. And what we've been in for the last cycle has been this Gemini and Sagittarius, but we're moving now. We're going to have this one preview in in November of Taurus and Scorpio access. So this is the idea of, you know, reliable earth energy from Taurus and this passionate water energy, but it's going to push us to put in the work to make our dreams come true. And that's as a collective. So this is, I think, really going to push us as a society to say, okay, are we really going to just piddle on with COVID forever? Or are we going to do something? Are we really going to make some differences to make this change? And, you know, so many people have shifted careers and now it's like, okay, this is what I've decided to do. I got to make it work. So it'll be interesting. That energy is going to last into 2023. And at the last time we had this energy was in um, November of 2012 through October of 2014. So if you can look back to sort of where we were during that time or what was going on in your life, it's important to revisit that to kind of get a preview for what will be coming up. Mm-hmm. That was a big change time for a lot of people as well. If I recall. It was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, aside from that, I wanted to say, you know, we're going to have um, U.S. Thanksgiving is coming up towards the end of the month. And again, it's very much this release, holding on to your ideals and thinking it's the only way, tune into what you're afraid of. And, you know, the idea of making peaceful progress, we really are all in this together. And we don't have to all agree, but we, we can at least (laughs) understand that we all have different truths. You know, I think so much of what Scorpio energy is, is seeking the truth. And the truth is different for everyone. You know, people standing on a corner can witness an accident and I'll see and remember it differently. And that's okay. 
everybody's entitled to that truth is different for everyone and shifts in time but it's important to also understand that as a collective we do have decisions to make about how we choose to go forward mm-hmm. how do you feel um I know that there are some some planets in particular that seem to have more influence on the COVID context. And what does that look like for November? Because it does feel like... Yeah, it's interesting. We've had, I always feel very much like Jupiter and Saturn are are kind of our heavy hitters in that way. They're a little bit... um, Saturn, especially this idea of responsibility. And now that it's going direct, we are going to have to revisit these same areas in the Zodiac that we did backwards kind of through the summer. So it's the idea that, you know, everybody got really frustrated and angry in some ways that there were still so many restrictions, but now that we've done the work, are we going to see those limitations lifted, but also understand that that comes with responsibility, Mm -hmm. right? As we're going into the holidays, we don't want to just throw caution to the wind and forget anything ever happened. Um, So I think there might be some lessons that come up around that. I've noticed, particularly here on the islands, most of the outbreaks are um, families and individual travel. So just being sure to still protect our loved ones, I think is so important. Mm -hmm. But I do think there is progress being made. And now with so many planets going direct again, I think we'll have, we'll have some more, um, lessening in the surge, but also some breakthrough issues that are going to come out as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the sense I have as well, too. I know, um, yeah, we just, we have just come out of restrictions here and Mm -hmm. now we're seeing some surging and it's coming to this tension point almost around, okay, so now what, where are our priorities? Our priorities are freedoms, our priorities, health and safety, and where do we find that balance? So it's another decision point around, okay, what does this look like now? Because what we did before might not be appropriate. So what's the new way of managing this? Yeah. And if someone chooses not to vaccinate or not to, you know, lock down or, or do some other techniques that make in some ways, repeat what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Also looking to them and saying, that's your choice. And I respect that. And I'm still choosing to protect myself in my own ways. But if we can let down some of the frustration and the polarity between those two points, mm-hmm. because this is in some ways a new normal. And I, I almost feel like even though the strain may eventually pitter out, it's entirely possible that another something is waiting in the wings. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. And um, honestly, I kind of like wearing my mask because I didn't get a cold last year and it was wonderful. I know. <laughs> I know. I've become quite used to them as well. Um, yeah. You know, I remember when they were first introduced and we were kind of late adopters uh, where we live up here in the Yukon, mostly because we didn't have um, cases. And so it felt so foreign and weird at first, and it's really not a huge deal um, to wear the mask. I, yeah. And I really appreciated not being sick and the kids not being sick. Yeah. So that was, you know, small sacrifice <laughs> for big gains for us as well. So yeah, I hear you on that. And being a little bit of an introvert, I like to grocery shop incognito. Yes, I know that's the kind of, I, 
you know, sunglasses on, mask up. I'm like, for sure, no one knows yeah. who I am because they can't see my face. So I'm like, this is the best way to avoid awkward small talk everywhere. <laughs> so I, I totally felt you on that too. Yes. Aside aside perks that we didn't anticipate with the mask wearing, but we'll all be revealed mm-hmm. later when everyone else doesn't have their mask on. We're still strolling around with ours and our sunglasses. <laughs> uh, I'm not scared of COVID. I'm just an introvert and an energy worker, and it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, are you ready for me to jump into the cards, or do you have some? Like- I, I am. I think like I said, it's just a little bit of up and down. And I would say major focus towards the middle of the month, you know, from the 10th to the 20th, basically, is going to be especially tricky. And just remembering that with the holidays and staying busy, taking that time to find your own personal truth and, and feel sturdy in it will help some of that sloshing not feel so overwhelming. Yeah. And do you have a word that you would use to describe November? Not to put you on the spot. Um, I, it's kind of a combination of two words and it really is the idea of truth and inspiration. Mm, I love that truth and inspiration and how to seek both at the same time. Yes. Okay. That's great. So as always, uh, what Emily has to say and what the cards have to say are, it's just uncanny how similar they are, uh, though different modalities. So I um, pulled again from my favorite deck, the Angel Tarot by Jane uh, Wallace. And the way that I pull is I just let the cards come out. And so four cards came today. And I've got to say, when I was first tapping into it, um, you know, I did get, and it wasn't, it's not necessarily scary, but it's just sort of the, it's going to be a harder month. And the way I would characterize it is that it's, it's hard in not the sense that it's going to be bad, but hard the way that change is hard. It's just different. It's going to be uncomfortable perhaps is a good way of putting it. Mm -hmm. And so the four cards that I pulled, the first was stress, which is the nine of swords followed by a strength, an angel of courage card, followed by the two of pentacles, which is about juggling. And then lastly, the three of pentacles, which is about action. And so I'm going to go through and just read them and then give you a high level summary of how I believe these read together as well. But I want to give the words to you as they're written um, so that it, you know, if it speaks to you specifically, you can hear exactly how it's, it is written. So the first card, the stress card is stress, anxiety, nightmares, insomnia, even the nine shows the impact of stress buildup as, as you're unable to release worries as they arise. Consequently, the card traditionally reveals nightmares, insomnia, or poor sleep, and simply an ongoing daytime anxiety as pressure gathers around a problem. An additional interpretation is overthinking or worrying as a habit rather than in response to a particular issue at work or home or in a relationship. The situation will soon improve, and in the meantime, try not to let any negative thoughts take hold. Share your worries if you can, rather than deal with them alone. And so this next card, I think, is, is certainly directly related to, um, to the stress, and that's about courage, the angel of courage. 
And some of the words associated with that are self-assurance, trust, patience, health, passion, heroic acts, vitality, and inner strength. Strength means a show of strength. This may be a brave act, standing up for your values, or protecting another person. It may, really, it may relate to an inner struggle. For example, you may need to forgive rather than give in to anger or resentment. Overall, the message is to be patient, to have compassion for others, and to be kind to yourself. An additional meaning of this card or interpretation is good health and physical strength. And I just want to highlight that because, you know, hold that, hold that confidence and that trust and that knowing, especially as the stress is building up, hold your position, reflect and wait, then do what is right. So moving on now to the two of pentacles, which is the juggling card. So this is about, you know, lots of balls in the air, juggling choices, finances, locations. The two is the management card. You're trying to get your schedule and or your finances to flow, but there's not enough time or money and you're constantly figuring it out. In general, the card reveals you have a choice. This may be one of the everyday decisions you make to balance your time, your energy and your finances or a choice between two homes or locations. I'm gonna to add to that jobs and professions. You'll need to weigh up which option or place is right for you. Look at the practical benefits of each opportunity and get to the ideal or get into the detail rather. Then you'll know which one to take. And lastly, action. So action, reputation, teamwork, learning. When this three arrives, your work is acknowledged. Well, it doesn't show completion. It does indicate that you've reached your first goal or the first stage of a project. This may be a successful job interview, a demonstration, a talk, a speak or a speech, pardon me, or a workshop that's witnessed by one or more people who will applaud you which spurs you on. In a reading, this card also comes up to show wedding and acceptance speeches, performing on stage and presenting your home to potential buyers. So this spread to me reads in a chronological order in many ways for the month, um, mm -hmm. as well as the inner journey that we're likely going to go back and forth with throughout the month. And so I do anticipate that there is going to be a lot of stress. And I think the stress is going to be related to change COVID change, system change, perhaps things being revealed, you know, on the collective that are new, scary, hard to accept. And so this is a month to maintain your courage and your strength to be compassionate for yourself, to trust that you are okay, and to wait to act. Um, I think the juggling acknowledges that there is going to be a lot of juggling because you're presented with all of this change the paradigms, the routines, the patterns, the reality that you lived in isn't going to work for where we're at this month, perhaps. And so if you're prepared for that, it won't be as scary. But the idea is here, I think, not necessarily to continue to try to use the same solutions that you used in the past to get to where you're going. But if you want a new reality, you need to maybe look outside the box and look for some other options. And lastly, the action you know, that's on an individual level, but I think it's also on a collective level in a big way. At the end of the month, it's kind of like we've reached a milestone and there's going to be a lot of little micro actions throughout the month. But certainly I think what you're going to see is that we are evolving as a collective and it's kind of like, you know, the stage for the whole, whether it's, you know, the universe looking down at earth or us looking at ourselves or us looking in our own environments. It's a time to pause and reflect and applaud because 
this is the first stage of what has been a very long, hard change, but I think this month is a huge opportunity to progress. And so when it's feeling really hard, take, um, just, I guess, root in and, and also be reassured that you're moving in the right direction. And I, I was really happy to hear Emily, when you were sharing that, like one day when it's really hard is often followed by a great day. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's necessary. It's, we're going to do a lot of really hard work and then we need to recover. We're going to do a lot of really hard work and we need to recover. And so that's really what November is looking like for me too. When I was tapping into the energy. And so I just think if people are really prepared that this month is going to be really hard, but it's going to be so rewarding. So put the time and energy in to, to get the greatest benefit. Yeah. Oh, that, that gave me chills. Two things I want to highlight. Um, one is the juggle card. When you were talking about schedule and finances, Scorpio is ruler of the eighth house and it's all about finances and money. So I do think with the holidays that's going to come up, we're going to have shortages. We're going to be looking at maybe celebrating in a different way or finding things locally. It's, it's be interesting to see how that plays out because I do think it's going to come up this month for sure. And the other thing, so I make my calendar before we talk and I pick keywords for days where there's energy. And on the 29th and 30th of November, the words I chose were action towards dreams and ideas and peaceful progress. <laughs> Honestly, I swear we make it up before we don't make this up. I haven't seen Emily's <laughs> calendar, but we both got it. So it's got to be a fact. Take it from us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Okay. I think the idea, like you said, these micro movements followed by some reward. It's we're finally going to see like we're putting in the work and we're going to get something in return for it because we've been kind of slodging through this mud for months. And I get the image almost of a Lotus that, you know, we've been in the mud and rooting and doing the hard work and it is going to pay off, but it's going to be different. We have to remember that we aren't magically snapping back to 2019 that's in the past we have to remember that this is the present and everything is always evolving and changing and if we can loosen our grip enjoy the ride a little and be in the moment we'll find some more peace yeah and and get excited about what what can come and if you give space and opportunity for these new realities you can get really excited about the potential that we perhaps haven't considered in the past. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, gosh. Brilliant. Anything else as takeaways, Emily? Um, just make sure maybe watch your mindset, be willing to journal. Even if you feel like you can't fully express what you need to in a conversation, maybe take the time to step back and reflect. There's a lot of mindset work, a lot of busy mind and a lot of dream space coming up this month. So just be aware of what's going on in, inside. Yeah. And maybe establish your coping strategies ahead of time and just mm-hmm. force yourself into one of them, even when you don't feel like it, because when you need them is often when you feel the least inclined. I know <laughs> exercise or going for a walk for me is mine. And when I'm in a funk, that is the hardest time to get myself to get my shoes on out the door. And then when I've actually, if I've managed and I finished the walk, it's when I'm like, that was the best. So just remind yourself of that as well, whatever that is for you, whether it's baking or dancing or singing or, you know, whatever, 
Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I am uh, so grateful that you came and joined us today from Kauai and let us see a little piece of paradise. And I, yeah, you are truly, you're just so radiant and you are so glowing today. Um, so yes, thank you for being here and thank you everybody for listening. Um, I look forward to hearing from you. Please do continue to give us both feedback. If something resonates for you, if you've got some questions or things that would be helpful for next month, when we dig into December, don't hesitate to reach out either to myself or Emily directly. And Emily, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Absolutely. So they can reach me on Instagram. You can direct message me there. It's Emily and her stars. Or if you want to just shoot me an email directly, it's Emily and her stars at gmail.com. And yeah, I love always talking to anyone astrology. It, it never ceases to amaze me and inspire me. So yeah, if you have any questions or anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you. And thank you everybody for taking one of your most valuable commodities, your time and spending it here today with Emily and I. As always, we hope you are flourishing lately. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine.